You're listening to Season 2, Episode 60, where we are on December 31. Don't take your foot off the gas. Welcome to the Minor Touches to Major Impact Podcast, where nonprofit leaders get the strategies and the encouragement they need to see their mission fully funded. We refuse to leave the world as it is, no. We dream of it as it could be. We're kicking history in its sides. We're having a really good time while we're doing it. We believe that paying attention to the minor touches maximizes our impact for our mission. For the next few minutes, we hoist our sails in a voyage away from mediocrity. Just as fast as the wind will move us, we're racing toward excellence and seeing our mission fully funded. I'm your host, David Oakes. Welcome to the show. All right, here we are, December 31st. Keep your foot on the gas. Today is the day for nonprofit fundraising. No other day of the year matches December 31st for its fundraising ability. I'm going to give you some instructions for the emails that you'll send today. But first, let's talk about what makes these emails so effective today. Your appeals for resources are extra powerful today because you came into this week and to today with a plan. And if you didn't, you should have. Great fundraising does not happen accidentally. You get the money you need because you study the process. You get providence behind you and you boldly ask for what you need. What do I mean when I say that you should hit this week and today with a plan? Here's what I mean. Successful fundraising on December 31st, the most lucrative day of the year for nonprofit fundraising. Success depends on what you did in January, February, March, April, May, June, Great fundraising involves a rhythm of three things. It's like a pendulum on the left, asking, and then it swings, thanking in the middle, reporting on the right, and then you swing back to ask, thank, report. Ask, thank, report. Now, here's where fundraisers hurt themselves. This grieves me for so many fundraisers who are doing amazing things in the world, but they hurt themselves. They major, they major on the asking and they minor on the thanking and reporting. Now, when you haven't spent the year majoring in thanking and reporting, it hinders your ability to ask boldly and receive what you need here at the end of the year. Fundraisers who take full advantage of this end-of-year opportunity have spent the year before majoring on saying thank you excellently and reporting with stories. One of the most significant ways that you can thank your donors is 
is to give them great stories of the impact that their giving has done. And listen to me, please. This has to be done before December 31st. (laughs) Before you spend the last week of the year here in December appealing for money, you have told stories of your constituents whose lives have been impacted and changed for the better by what you do. You've maxed out on stories about your donor's journey into the giving community of your organization. You've told stories about volunteers and the values that they serve when they give their time for you. Before you spend this last week of the year making strong and unashamed appeals to see your mission fully funded, You have spent the year interacting with your donors, saying thank you in excellent ways and constantly investing in them with great stories. And now if you have not invested in your donors for the previous 11 months, then your appeals today, your appeals here in December at the end of the year, they will fall on deaf ears or they might even make your potential donors angry. I'm saying that great end of your fundraising, it actually starts with a plan in January. Now, let's go ahead today. Let's talk about the emails that you're going to send out today. First, let me again talk to you about the fear that some of you have that you're sending too many emails here at the end of the year. Now, consider some things. Just remember this. You got to tell yourself this. Everyone doesn't get all of your emails. The average open rate is somewhere at 25% for nonprofits. That means for every 100 emails you send, maybe 75 of them remain unopened. Everyone is not re, they're not getting and receiving all of your emails. So consider that. Or if you think my donors are get burned out, trust me. If they know you, if they believe in you, then they are thrilled that you're working hard to create more stories. Now, if you have not spent the, the first part of this year, if you've not spent the the year before this week saying thank you excellently, interacting with your donors and giving them the stories that make them feel good, then uh, I maybe wouldn't be sending all these emails because you've not really prepared. You can't send a bunch of emails at the end of the year having done not executed a plan prior. So, re- <laughs> Your donors will not get burned out if your mission matters and you burn with that passion, then they want to see the mission done and they don't mind. They don't mind. So fundraisers who get the money they need have made a very intentional trade off for sending appeals and emails They get the money they need in exchange for a few unsubscribes (laughs) and a few complaints. I'm not telling you some, some people will not unsubscribe. They will. I'm not telling you someone won't say something 
If it hurts you, then trust me, they have to say it. It's going to be. But you have to make the quality decision for yourself. I'm going to exchange a few unsubscribes. I'm going to exchange a few complaints. I can handle it. If I get the money, then I'm, I'm just going to make that exchange. I'm going to accept the un, unsubscribes and the complaints because I believe in what we're doing. Do you believe that your mission is divine? Do you believe that what you are doing matters supremely? Do you believe that people will suffer if your mission doesn't get done? Here's the truth. If you don't believe in what you're doing, don't expect anyone else to believe it. Donors respond to your passion or the lack of it. And when you believe in in something, when you believe in your mission enough that you will unashamedly and without reservation ask, keep asking, you'll never stop asking for help to make this mission happen. When you believe in it that strongly, people will step forward and they'll help you do it. Those people who don't feel your passion, they're going to unsubscribe and they're going to leave you. Do you know what? Can I just say something to you? You didn't lose anything. They weren't with you to start with. Listen to me. Trust me when I tell you. The world waits for leaders with that kind of passion. Wow. So let me say, if you don't feel secure and passionate enough to send a couple more emails today, then don't. Don't do it. If you already know that you've got some board members that are going to be on your head and they're going to complain and you don't have the passion to just say, I believe in what we're doing and I will never stop asking, then it'd be best if, if you don't, don't, don't send those emails. Don't do what you feel comfortable with. <clears throat> so enough of that. Now, don't forget in your email today to keep your supporters updated on your progress if you've set a goal. If you set a goal to get 22 new uh, monthly donors and you're at 18, tell them. If you set a goal to raise 150000 and you've only raised ten, tell them that. Tell them where you're at. Tell them what you need. Here's where we are in our campaign I'm dreaming of this still happening. Will you help me? So now if you can, don't send this email to the people who have given in the last few days. This has to do with segmenting. If you, if you're, if you don't have the capability to do that, I want to say in the new year, it's one of the first things you want to be able to do is to pick out who you send your emails to and who you don't. This is called segmentation, and it matters supremely. You don't want to keep bugging someone who has given a lot of money. The last, uh, maybe you sent an email yesterday and they've already um, replied and given you a great gift. You don't want to keep bugging them today. So you want to remove them from your list. Now, if you can't do that, then what, what can you do? That's something you need to work on in the new year. Just go ahead and send it to everybody. And let me say, 
If you use a template to do your email, please don't use a template with a professional picture, a professional, all this stuff. Your email ought to look like you just sat down and typed it right from your desk. No fancy stuff. Just a plain email directly from you, not your organization, but from you. Okay, so here's some things you want to change. Your subject line, take that same email. We're just going to delete a lot of it and change a few lines. The subject line for this email that you're going to send today, and you can send it you can send it twice. You can send it three times. Um, but the subject line is only hours left to help. I would suggest if you have the courage and you can send, send it this morning and then send it at about eight o'clock, nine o'clock tonight. The subject line, only hours left to help and then fill in your constituent. Only hours left to help girls in Uganda, if that's who you, only hours left to help feed a hungry uh, homeless person or something like that. So the subject line, change it to only hours left to help and then put your constituent in there. And then your first line, change it. There are just hours left to send in a special year-end gift before midnight tonight. And then you're going to delete everything after that and then up to here's why your help is needed today. Change the line before the salutation, just before you sign your name. Please, will you send a year-end gift by midnight to help one and then name your beneficiary, uh, the person who who's going to receive your help? Please, will you send a year-end gift by midnight you won't say by December 31, today is the 31st. So you want to reply, will you send a year in gift by midnight to help? And then one person um, that that's going to benefit. And then uh, say a prayer, <laughs> press in, and then I want to know. Do let me know. Some of you have been uh, regularly uh, informing me about how your emails are doing. Uh, for the, you that I've interacted with for the first time, great to meet you. Thank you for sharing with me. And then I'm going to give you a sample. If you're listening to the podcast, click the link in the show notes and it'll take you to the blog post and you can see this sample email that I hope you'll send today. Okay. God bless you. What an awesome end of the year campaign you have waged. I pray God blesses you with not just the money you need, but more than what you need. I pray for that kind of abundance in your life. Okay, so until I speak to you again in the new year, let me give you some affirmations. (laughs) Remember who you are. We're proud of what we do. We are proud of our mission. We are nonprofit leaders and we're on a mission to create a changed world. What we do is divine. We're not begging. We're not pleading. We're just giving humanity the invite to partner with history and providence, to see injustice become justice, to see wrongs become righted so we can leave the world we found in a better place. It's all coming together. It's all breaking our way. Every day, we're a little more clear in our message. We learn a little more strategy. We see another piece of the puzzle coming together. 
So until next time, this is David Oak saying, don't forget that minor touches lead to the major impact. So long.